So let us turn our Bibles to the book of St. John, chapter 1, verse 28. These things were done in Bethsabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said after me cometh a, a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, but, he, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit of this I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Yokana Sudas of Okunura Vidimunana. If you Biako River Besania in Tarawa Yodan, Yokana Jabatizanga, or Naku Oroku within Arabay Sunga Jajari, Nagam Narabayesu, Gajari, Nagamba and Tiraba, Omana Gwen di Gaguacatonda, a Jao, a Viviency, Oyo gwenagambanti enyuma wange ejayo omuntu ansinga kubanga ye yali owolubereberye kunze nange sammanya naye ayolesewa ayolesewe Israeli chenavanjija ngambatiza na amazi yokana nategeza ngagambanti nalaba omoyo ngava muguru ngejiba nabera kuye Nange samanya na ye eyantuma okubatiza na amazi ye yangabanti gori daba omoyonga ka ngabera kuye oyo yabatiza no moyo omtukufu nange nendaba nentegezanti oye mwana wakatonda nentegezanti oyo mwana wakatonda asatu mutano onako rwadirira na te yokana yali ayimiride na Yaya imiride nabo nabo abayigirizwa nabayigizwa be ababiri natunura Yesu ngatambura nagamba ntiraba omwana gwendiga ogwakatonda ajawo ebibi May the Lord add blessing to the reading of, to the reading of his word you may be seated Let me walk Blessed Lord, in the way thou hast gone, leading straight above, oh, giving cheer everywhere to the sun, down the Lord, fill my way every day with love, oh, fill my way every day with love. As I walk, heavenly dark, holy me 
while without song, man as man. Fill my way every day with love. Oh, keep me close to the side of my sin. Young God, let me know find darkness room. Oh, keep my path free from wrath in my soul. Satisfied, fill my way every day with love. Oh, fill my way every day with love. Oh, as I walk with a heavenly dark, oh, let me go all that way with a song and a smile. Fill my way. Every day with love. Soon the rest will be over and I'll try no more. But abide in my home above. Oh, let me sing, blessed King, all the way to the soul. Fill my way every day with love. Oh, feel my way every day with love. Oh, as I walk with the heavenly dove. Oh, let me go all the while with a song and a smile. Feel my way every day with love. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Uh, we are going to talk about the church and its condition. Yeah, it's not a new subject. We have shared it many times. It's a subject that uh, I, I find necessary. To share now and then. Yeah, so because it's a very important, such an important uh, subject in our life. Even it, uh, it goes with a song that we have just sung. Feel my way every day with love as I walk with a heavenly dove. Praise be the name of the Lord. Uh, it is about how God and man can walk together. It is about how to be friends with God. It's about how to have to 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 to. to to, sh to share love with God. Amen. And if we have that, where God and you as an individual, uh, your friends, and you are working together, uh, that's what does it. 
That's what gives you the protection. That's what gives you the victory. That's what gives you the blessings. Praise the Lord, the name of the Lord. You to walk with Jesus. To be friends. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. Because God took him. That's what we need. The strength of the church from beginning to the end throughout the Old Testament. The Samuel, the David, the Moses, the Abrahams, the Gideons, the Samsons, all the great exploits they did. It was not human effort. It was not human strength. It was not human wisdom. It was God with man. And that's what we need. That's what you need. Walk before me, Abraham. And be ye perfect. And when he walked with Abraham, with God, when Abraham walked with God, God's presence influenced Abraham and quickened him from an old man to a young man and quickened Sarah from an old woman to a young beautiful woman because they walked with God. Amen. Amen. Show me your company and I tell you who you are. Praise God. So if you're walking with Jesus, if your company is Jesus, then I can tell you who you are. I can tell you what you're going to become. I can tell you where you're going. If you're walking with Jesus, what a person to walk with. What a company. What a friend to work with. Jesus, yes, Christo. if all people will leave me and forsake me, but I work with Jesus, that's all that matters. Amen. 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 I'll fear no evil. Even though, even if I go through the shadow of the valley, the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. Because the Almighty is with me. Amen. Amen. That's all we need. As a church, the presence walking with Jesus. That's what he showed John in the book of Revelation. When John met Jesus on the island of Patmos, he was holding seven stars and he was walking in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. Showing my presence 
in, is in the church. And I'll be with the church throughout all the seven ages. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. What an assurance. Amen. Amen. Now walking with Jesus. But how can the two walk together? Except they agree. So that's what we are sharing on this morning. And I'm following the message that Brother Branham preached. Very outstanding, very important message. Now I want to speak to you this morning on a parable on some way that even the most unchurched person in here would be able to understand. Now we come to church to better ourselves. He said he was going to preach in a parable kind of. In such a way that the most unchurched person would be able to understand. Amen? Uh -huh, here we go. We are the sheep of his pasture. We are going to speak on that in a little bit, the sheep. And we are the threefold being of God. And we are the threefold being of God. And when he came. And when he can have the complete control of us, he can lead us and guide us. Now, if so, now it so pleased God that when he sent Jesus on the earth, that it pleased him to represent him as an animal. And that, and that animal was the lamb. Way back in the beginning, in the garden of Eden, in the four shadows of the coming of Jesus, God sacrificed or had a lamb to be a substitutionary offering in the four shadows of the coming of Christ. Now, I've often wondered why that God would foreshadow Christ as an animal. As a beast. But we come to find out that the lamb, the reason he chose a lamb, a lamb is the meekest and most gentlest of all the creatures there is on earth. Now, 
There is nothing any more meeker and gentler than a little lamb. So if you are innocent, not self-sustained, it's not arrogant, Amen. It's a gentle, meek little creature. And when God was going to represent Christ to the world, He represented Him in a lamb. Now, but when God, Father God, Jehovah was going to represent himself from heaven. He was represented in the most meekest, humblest of all the foes that fly in heaven. The foe that is most most meekest. Humblest of all the foes that fly in heaven. That is the dove. There is no gentler bird than the dove. I made quite a study on the on bad life and on well life. And the dove is a very old bird from any other bird that flies the heavens. The dove is a lover. A dove is gentle. And a dove has no girl. Is the only in the bad family that doesn't have a girl. That's the reason you, ne you never see a dove anywhere. But where there is grain and seed. Amen. Amen. That's where you find a dove. Amen. Amen. Now, the lamb is the gentlest. The humblest, the meekest. Jesus even said, Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly. Jesus was not hyper. He was not arrogant. He was not rough. But he was meek. He was gentle. He was lowly. He was humble. 
He, Jesus is the highest of all of the highest. Yes, Christ, he is the highest. But he lowered himself. And even in the community, in the society, he related better with the lowest people. They found it easy to relate with him than to relate with the religious people of that day. He was reachable. He was accessible. He could accommodate them, anyone, in their stature. That is Jesus. Praise be the name of the Lord. And the common people, the Bible says, heard him gladly. That is Jesus. The lowest people in the community, in the society, they could access him and feel free and feel at home to speak speak with him to tell him their troubles and their concerns that is Jesus Jesus was the opposite of the pastors of today and the preachers of today they are not accessible they are not reachable you have to go through a panel of you have to be interviewed and interrogated Amen. Amen. But not Jesus. And you have to have a very sound reason. And you have to be a somebody to read the the pastor, to enter the pastor's office, or the bishop's office. Not Jesus. And yet, yet, there is no king. There is no president. There is no leader that can compare with Jesus. He's the highest of the highest. Even our president, he needs the favor. He needs the favor of Jesus. In the course of the week, I got a video. When he was praying for some sick person, some old person. I don't know whether they are related or whatever. And and he was humble. There were a number of them, like four men. And the president was praying for that person. Who is he praying to? Jesus. That he may have mercy and favor. I believe when he is confused and distressed. He doesn't know how to handle the situation or where to turn. He goes on the knees and pleads. Please now. Now I need you. You see, that is Jesus. But yet, 
Jesus yes. was the humblest, the meekest, than all of them. You said that you want to go to State House and meet the President. There's no, you can, you can, you can grow hair, you can grow gray until you die. And you, have, you will never meet him. But not Jesus. Jesus! Yes. If he was you on earth, you would meet him. You would meet him. Easily. And even I'm so glad even now it's easier to meet him. Hallelujah! Amen. He lives with you. He comes in your house. Whether you're living on a beautiful hill of Kampala, whether you're living in a slum, whether you're living in the poorest shanty home, Jesus is ever there with you. Praise God. That is Jesus. Why? The meekest. The humblest. The lowly. So lowly. So kind. And so loving. That is Jesus. Yes, Christo. And we better learn that, friends. God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. We must learn that the way up is down. And the way down is up. If you want to be up, go down. Go down. You will end up. But if you go down, I mean, if you go up, you will go down. He that exalts himself shall be a best. But he that abases himself shall be exalted. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. That he may exalt that he may exalt you in the new time. Ah. Do you see how, uh, how uh, scriptures are flowing about like the subject of humility? He told us, uh, he told us that if you come on any function, sit behind so that they can go and say, oh, and your seat is here in front. You're not to sit behind. Than coming and sit in front. And then comes someone who is honorable than you. Before, they have special people, honorable people that we are prepared for. Uh, so, we would request you uh, to have a seat somewhere behind there. Yes, what we are That's what Jesus told us. Maybe it could be the reason why you people sit behind there. Okay, are you following the scripture? Uh, church is different. Uh, it's opposite. Uh, yeah. But when you go on the function, 
No laws are fair. And think for us, our category, we prepared for those front seats. Then uh -uh. you go, no. You see that God sit behind so they can call you. Stand sitting in front. And they take you behind. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is Jesus. Oh, yes, Christo. Yes, Jesus. Mwana Gwandiga. Mwana Gwandiga. He's a ram. Uh, I remember when I was on, uh, at the on the function at Brother Hidale. I said, Brother Hidale, he is a sheep. Uh, people looked at themselves. In the world, when you tell someone that you are a sheep, it means you are a fool. But yeah, I was speaking a spiritual language. That is a nice humble. Humble. And meek. Person. Man. Nice. But for them, they when the father came to give a speech, he said, if you have called yes, sheep, they said maybe it also knows this and that. I thought they, didn't, they understood it wrong, differently. Uh, I mean, he's not a god. He's a, he's a sheep. It's a great honor to be referred to as a sheep. Because the opposite of it is God. It is wolf. That is the opposite of it. It is pig. That's the opposite of it. But if you call me a lamb, if you call me a sheep, ah! Amen. You are putting me actually, you are relating me with Jesus. Yeah. Man. Jesus is a, is a sheep. Yes, Christo. He's a lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. A lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Gold. Would foreshadow Christ as an animal. As a beast. But we come, we find out that the lamb, the reason he chose the lamb, meekest, most gentlest, all the creatures of the earth. And gentler than a little lamb. So innocent, not self sustained. It's not arrogant. It's a gentle, meek little creature. And when God was going to represent Christ to the world, he represented him in a lamb. Now, but when God, Father God, Jehovah was going to represent himself from heaven, he was represented in the most meekest, humblest of all the foes that fly in the heaven, that is the dove. There is no gentle bird, 
Then the, then the dove and made quite a study of a bad life and wild life. And the dove is a very old, very old, and the dove is a very old bird from any other bird that flies the heavens. I'm, I know I'm repeating. I know I'm repeating, but for a reason. The dove is a lover. We are going to look at all these characteristics. A dove is a lover. A dove is gentle. A dove has no girl. Is the only in the bird family that doesn't have a girl. What is uh, what does the girl do? Akaruwa koka kolachi. The girl akaruwe. It has a chemical. Karimu a chemical zezimu. Ah, that kills the germs. Ezita obuka. That kills the germs in food. Obuka obuka ubera mumeri. Yes, that's what it does. So that when a, a dove eats or when an, a bird eats things that are not that, that are contaminated the bird will release the girl it pours upon that food to clean it to eliminate the germs. So the dove does not have a girl. And also the girl, you know, because it is uh, that in, in that kind of a chemical. It also gives uh, some kind of toughness to a bird to fight. But now a dove does not have that. Amen. Amen. One, it cannot fight. It, can, it does not anger. It is uh, meek. And gentle, and it has uh, it is it has temperance. And also, it is careful what it eats. Amen. Amen. You see, a girl when the Bible talks of a girl of bitterness, that girl of bitterness is what gives someone aggressive aggression. Amen. But a dove does not have that. And also, it, if it eats something contaminated, it can kill it. So it is careful what it eats. No That's why it eats grains. 
You cannot find it in the rubbish bin, in the dustbin, scratching, looking for food there. That can kill it. It eats, you find it in the compound or on the roadside or somewhere, some clean place. Eating grains. Amen. Amen. And there is a reason for that. In the ark, there was a dove. And the dove is represented in many places in the Bible. It symbols of the Holy Spirit. And also the Lamb is represented in many places of the Bible as Christ in the revelation. The dove represents the Holy Spirit and the lamb is represents Jesus Christ. Now the lamb is a very gentle little fellow. He doesn't, he can't help himself. So, is that a good character? Yes. A true believer or a good believer is someone, someone who depends on the Savior. He's not someone who depends on self-strength. Not on your own wisdom. Not on your own strength. Not someone who says, I will do it and then I'll make a... I'll go out of it this way. I will maneuver my way out of this. Yeah, there are people who even plan to sin. And they plan how to maneuver their way out. Now that is not a lamb. A lamb cannot help itself out. It is helpless. It can only be held by the Savior. It has no tricks to make. It has no maneuvers to create. But to surrender to the Savior to serve it. Save me, I'll be saved. Heal me, I'll be healed. He isn't self-reliancy. Because he can't help himself. Here, some time ago, I was going through a pasture where I used to patrol. And I found a little lamb. And all of them had got away from him somehow. And all of them had got away from him somehow. And he was all wound up in a little bunch of barbed wire. And the poor little fellow was laying there. 
bleeding and bleeding. And I came by and I seen way up about a half a mile up was a whole herd of sheep. Now he would have laid right there and the crows would have been picking in his eyes pretty soon if we hadn't we hadn't have got him out. But I unwound the little fellow. Picked him up into my arms. He never refused. He laid real quiet. I picked him up in my arms. Do you know it is very easy even to treat him? Yes, yeah, some time back I had um, a cat at home. And um, unfortunately it was killed by my dogs. It was a very good cat. We liked it. And very nice. Very big. But one time, it had an issue. We wanted to treat it. I don't remember if it was a vaccination or something. My friend, you better joke with any other thing, but but not treating a cat. I think we're doing it with Deborah. She can remember she was the one to inject it. She's a vet. But it was such a woe. And we all got scared. You could know that it is deadly to touch it. When it realized what we are going to do until we are to get away of winding it with a rope everywhere through hard, you know, such a hard operation. And finally, we managed to make it, uh, you know, helpless now. That's how it was injected. And then winding up, winding it up, out, it was also not easy. And finally, left, angry, instead like a whole day without even entering the house. You see, it looks a gentle, lovely pet. But tried to inject it. Whoa! So that is the type of someone in church where you can see he has some spiritual infection. And you try to correct that person. You'll go with his, with scars, with wounds, with scratches. Yes, man. 
They will change their face. They will speak in a way like you cannot imagine this is a brother. Oh, this is a sister. That's when you will know the girl of bitterness. How much concentration of girl of bitterness they have. And for some time, if they don't leave the church, if they don't leave the church, for some time, don't expect a good God bless you from that person. Until the clouds will clear. But not alarm. Amen. Not alarm. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Amina. Ah, this is a good subject. We can compare ourselves with these creatures and we know where, who we are. We know where, uh, what we are in the presence of God and what character we are. And we can know where we belong. Jesus said, go tell that fox. Herod, he referred to him as a fox. But he was a human being. You can say Jesus was abusing him. No. That's, the, that's who he was. Herod was a fox. His whole being, his whole maker, his nature, on the, on the skin outside, he was a human being. But inside, he was a fox. And Jesus said, never cast your pearls before swine. So every unbeliever before Jesus that is a swine. When God sees them from heaven, he sees a swine. And you move to marry a swine. You'll be in trouble. That shrine will never value you. It is selfish. The shrine is selfish. It will take every virtue and every value that you have on you. And after that, it will bite you. Wait for the biting. Jesus told us yes, they are swine. Praise God. Come at it, if they hear me, let them not say he has abused us. Because I have not mentioned their names. I have said unbelievers. Why should they remain unbelievers? Man. Why should they identify themselves with unbelievers? Let them believe the God who created them. If they don't want to believe, they are swine. That's why Jesus said, 
Go tell that fox. That's what Jesus said. Referring to a governor. Was he a governor or king or something? Huh? Was the king. He was the king. So we have leaders who are fo who are folks. Yeah. Man. Was a leader leading people. He may be a president, but when he is a fox. Amen. Amen. And Jesus said, They shall come to you wearing sheep's clothes. But when he said, We are ravening wolves. That is God. That's how He sees human beings. He sees us by the nature we have inside. He does not see on outside. He sees what is inside. Amen. Amen. So he identifies us by the nature we have. Hallelujah. Amen. When God, when Jesus died for the all human beings, all Gentiles. Yes, we are far Before I read there, Jesus said to a gentle woman who came seeking healing for, from him. Yes, He asked Judge. Can you take children's bread and give it to dogs? And the woman said, oh, my Lord, she was so humble. But even dogs eat crumbs that fall from the master's table. Though that. But just some little crumbs. Some crumbs that fall down will minister healing. Will meet my needs. She did not deny. So why did Jesus, what did Jesus meant? He meant you Gentiles. You are dogs. And children and Israel, they are children. I came only for children. Healing is for children. Not for you dogs. Gentle dogs. But today, we are not dogs. We are children. We are the bride of Jesus Christ. Because of you who have accepted Jesus Christ, you are the most precious thing. You are the most you are the closest relatives to God. The closest relatives. The next our kin to Jesus, Jesus is us. The next of kin to man is his wife. And now we are the wife of Jesus Christ. Oh, blessed be the name of the If that is not love, 
If that is not grace, praise be the name of the Lord that he has picked among us Gentiles individuals after his holy name. The rest are still dogs. Yes. The rest are still dogs. But the elects that he has picked out, you are the closest of kin to God. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Grace. Grace that can pardon and place within. Grace that is greater than all our sins. That is grace. Praise be the name of the Lord. Brother Branham said, a born again Christian is more child of Abraham than the Jews in Palestine. Palestine. You see those Jews that were were fighting with the Arabs now. Netanyahu and his nation. Eh? Mm. They are descendants of Abraham. Biological. They are God's people. Naturally. Praise God. But for us, the bride of Jesus Christ, we are more children of Abraham. We are more related with Abraham than them. Because what makes Abraham Abraham? He was a human being like any other. He was an idol worshiper like any other. He was a sinner like any other. But what makes him a special vessel is faith. Faith. Not the physical. Not the canon. But his faith. Faith in God. And for us, we are children of Abraham born through his faith. But the other one, they are his children born through physical. Carnal. Flesh and blood. So we are more children of Abraham. How can you be told you are a child of of Abraham? The friend of God. And you don't shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm a child of Abraham. Praise God. He said his mighty word. He is my portion. Hallelujah. Amen. He is my portion. I may not have money. I may not have riches. But God is my portion. He's my reward. Exceeding and great reward. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, whoever curses Abraham will be cursed. 
And whoever blesses Abraham will be blessed. So whoever curses you, his curse, and whoever blesses you, he is blessed. Hallelujah! Amen. There is a blessing. Bible says, Blessed are they that uh, uh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Those who ask a blessing unto Jerusalem, they are blessed. Even now when they are in that uh, world, if you want God's blessing, you pray for them. Do you know that Israelites are sinners like all other sinners? They are sinners. They do any sin. There is a sister who is there. One time she told me that I wonder why this one is called a holy nation. There is nothing whole about them. They are as sinners as you see Americans. Sinners Even their soldiers daddies, they put on uh, trousers. They have been prostitutes and oh, sinners of every kind. When one brother saw that they were in a disco, he wondered, how comes that these people of God, if you go there, you can wonder. Any person, every person is a sinner until he or she is saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, even in those days, those ages, when grace was still upon them, still in the Bible we can see abominable sinners would commit their hours. But now, uh, they had not gotten they are sinners like others but even if they are sinners God said that he will never forget he will never leave them or separate with them as the sun still shines God will never part with Israel and they are him they are his through a covenant he has a covenant with them and for them he saves them like in uh, as a nation and even the righteousness of their fathers that by that he heals them and keeps them in their unrighteousness now amen, amen. they are his people he calls them why he has a covenant with them if we were to talk about the covenant, maybe we will talk about it another time. But remember, those are his physical children. But you, you are his spiritual child. You are the descendant of Abraham. So though they are sinners, but he said that whoever shall bless them, he is blessed. And whoever curses them, he is cursed. 
You ask yourself why. A nation that is just 70 years old. It's a superpower among superpowers of the world. Israel is 70 years old. Israel is it is younger than my mother. But it's a superpower. Have you ever realized that? Have you ever noticed how young it is? It is a superpower. Even the technology that countries like America they use, it's the technology of Israel in most cases. Watch. Watch. They have a hand of God upon them. They have God's hand upon them. Amen. Amen. Amazing. Praise be the name of the Lord. They are a blessed people. They are a blessed people of God. Amen. And America is blessed because of standing with Israel. Amen. Amen. That is why that nation is blessed. Regardless of their sins and wickedness. But they are blessed. Even today, in that conflict that is going on there, many nations would wish to stand with the Palestinians and fight Israel or stop them from fighting because they are terming them as um, they are committing genocide in Gaza because of the many Tens of, of many thousands of people who have died. So the nations are looking at them as they are, they are committing genocide. They don't want to understand the, complica the complication that Israel is in. Because the terrorists. They are using human, they are using civilians as human shield. That is the, their greatest weapon, they are the greatest uh, fortress. They make their command centers in the basements they build their tunnels around hospitals around churches around banks, around mosques so that when Israel will attack them there it will, uh, it will have to hurt the school or the hospital but now that is the semu sota muntamu kind of thing. Semu sota muntamu. Amen. It's a snake hiding in the pot. Musota ogwekwe semu muntamu. If you spare the pot, the snake will continue getting from there and biting children and hiding in the pot. If you hear it,
While it's in the pot, you're going to break the pot. So it's a complication. But you have to this. All whatever it means, you cannot sleep with a snake in the house. You cannot. Somehow it has to die. Whether the pot gets affected or not, the snake has to die. So, this person, this evil, wicked person, who does not respect human life, that he uses them as a shield. To, after some years to come and again kill innocence and run back to and then hides in the shield. What can you do? You have to attack him. Regardless of some lives that may perish. But they say that they are, they are I'm not here to preach the gospel of Israel. But if there be one here who is biased, let him hear this. Because I'm an Israel supporter 100%. Look what they do. Command base When they see that there is a command base of the terrorists in some place, that's why they best do their thing. And that place has to be hit. Bombed. This is what they do. They try as much as professionally they can to spare civilians. They get uh, uh, contacts. contacts. The civilians. And they call them. With the technology they have, they are able to know which telephones are operating around that area. And they call them. They tell them within two hours, someone will identify himself as an IDF uh, agent that is Israel Israel Defense Force Defense Force and then he said within one, two hours we are bombing that place flee and they don't stop there they also you know they drop papers around that place. Within one hour, run. Flee this place. We are going to bomb it. And then, few minutes to bombing, they put there uh, bombs that are not real bombs. I don't know what you can call them. False bombs. They fall on that place, on that building, and they shake it. For us, for you even to fear that you're being hit. If you had disobeyed the phone, and you disobeyed the note on the paper, and also bring false bombs that you remain there. And now they are telling us that come out of the maze. When the worm refuses to come out of the maze, what happens? 
They are trying to kill the snake and tell you But they want to save the civilians. could stand like the America is standing. Nebagamba. And they say Hamas. Hamas. Deliver those hostages. Unconditionally. And we give you so much time. To have delivered them unconditionally. If you don't, we are invade, we are we are attacking you. The whole world. All those powers. They will deliver them. Never doubt about compromising, compromising, sympathizing, sympathizing and achieving. Sympathizing and achieving. I can't join the people that are against Israel. They are fighting their enemy. They are fighting uh, serpents. Whether uh, uh, common people, uh, individuals die, it's bad. But what do you want them to do? Those people really hardness. They are real enemies to uh, individuals. A person who uses uh, uses fellow people as a shield is really bad unto those people. Amen. Amen. There is a politician around there in South Africa. I really loved him so much. I loved him so much. But now I've hated him. These days, whatever speech he makes, he gives a speech that is against uh, chase away every um, Israelite in South Africa Palestinians. that because of the Palestinians. Uh, yet he's saying that he's a Christian. It's because they are blind. They are blind. Do you know even when the Jews were killed six millions by Hitler in Germany? Do you know even the Catholic Church was behind it? Because they, they, they were saying those are enemies of God. They killed Jesus. And you claim to be a Jesus man than Jesus, yes, one, Shoka. he had to die for us. That had to happen. Two, the Bible says they were blinded not to see him that he is their long awaited Messiah so that you can have a chance to be saved. God blinded them so that you can be saved. Amen. Amen. So, no Rachel. 
And the Bible says, God cannot forsake them. He cannot forsake his people. He cannot abandon his people. The Bible says, there is a very rejection. Yeah. They are, they are being blinded. They are, they are being cut off. Was salvation to nations. In other words, it is what gave us a chance to receive eternal life. And then he says, how will their restoration be? The restoration, he said, it will be resurrection of the dead. It will be a great thing that will shake the world, that will shake the earth, and even the dead will come out. Praise God. And God said, all Israel will be saved. Although not all Israel is Israel. But every true Israel will be saved. Praise be the name of the Lord. So that's what it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed are they that pray for the pray for the peace of Israel. He that curses Israel is cursed. And he that is blesses Israel is blessed. But now what about the spiritual Israel? He that blesses you. You see that blessing that was Moloko, uh, I uh, bless you. It's, uh, it's not when someone will say, Oh, Moloko, I bless you. Which blessing do they have? How can a sinner bless you? They don't have blessing. But the blessing of uh, Abraham means doing good, doing good and kindness to him. That is blessing. Amen. Amen. So whoever does good things and kind things to you, he is blessed. No matter who he is. Beat a leader, beat a government, being a president, being whoever. They need a blessing by doing good to us. And he that curses us, they are cast. And Amini died cast. And? Amini. Amin. Amini afamu kori mire. Amini afamu kori mire. Amen. Kuvanga Benjamin Netanyahu's brother yati wa Amini wa Nentebe. Because Netanyahu's brother was killed by Amini ya Nentebe. No mukaze yaliye kubatu gubali watu te mulago. Even there is a red one who was taken to mulago. But when Amin came to that, there is one who had remained. Namuta. He killed her. He died cast. Even Uganda is cast. But because of us, they have some little blessing. Because of the suffering we made the Jews to go through. These roll, bad roads you see here in Kampala. And the robbers we see in government. As someone misbehaves, because he has money, and you fail to get justice. 
What a cursed place. But that's not the gospel that I had come to preach. But we have a castle on us as a nation. Hmm? Man. How can Nepal look like this? I've always wondered and say to a part of Africa if I need to you are right in the middle of the city of the Pearl. And you have potholes that can swallow a, a, a calf. A Pearl. A dirty What happened to the Pearl? Amini. Amini. Amin connived with the fathers of the Hamas. And they uh, arrested the children of And they burned them here. And even some of them died. blood was shed on the land of Uganda. The cast is he that casts Israel and breast is he that breasts Israel. If you want a blessing, you will have Israel. And pray for it. Even when a sinner wants a blessing, let him have us with the children of Ibrahim and also pray for us. Whether it's your neighbor, whether it's an LOC, men. Over the president. I think that's the reason why Museven is blessed. Some, some small blessing that he has. He said that when he took over this government, the Catholics and Anglicans and Muslims, they came to him. They told him that there are some people that have troubled us. They are wrong people, evil people. They call themselves They make our people to stray. Our priests stop them. For him, he said, he said that he went and first prayed for God to guide him. You said that God guided him. You said that every person be free. You just go in the battle. Prove your, prove your point. point you. Let them prove their point. point you. And let the community, let, let, let the public decide. You see, God guided me right. I would be in trouble with God today if I had decided, if I had taken those people's words. I would be in trouble. Isn't that true? You think he would be leading by now? You cannot stand in the way of God. If you try to stand in the way of God, God will have to go on. So what he will do, he will remove you. And you cannot, 
You cannot block him. Because this truth, this locally, is God, is the way of God. Who is that that can block God? Amen. How could Amin rule Uganda? Amin is an enemy of the Jews. He's an enemy of the That for me, is, he's already recognizing Catholic, Anglican, Muslim. He's only recognizing the backsliding religions. The people who have the Holy Spirit, who believe the power of God, who are operating under the presence of the Holy Spirit, he's against them. That they shout for us. Why have they not stopped football? Do we shout more than those people football? Why have not they stopped football? Do we shout louder than that? For us, we shout calling upon God. And through our shouting, sinners repent. But criminals, the criminals, they become converted. The sick get healed. Man. Imagine the noise that has life in it. And the noise that has death in it. Amen. For us, our, our shouting has life in it. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we shout while overcoming the devil. You become a shouter. Amen. God is always in that shouting, in that noise. Yes. Man. I can prove scripturally. God is always in the shouting. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem shouted. And they tried to stop them. Jesus told them, when they keep quiet, I will command the stones. Hallelujah! Amen. You who prays as if you're on drip. You're praying as if you're in ICU. God knows my heart. Brother Branham says you are patterning after Brother Branham Baptist. Baptist patterned after Catholics. Catholics patterned after hell. Hmm? What kind of worship is that? What kind of worship is that? Amen. Amen. Let us go back to the lamb and the dove. Now the lamb is a very gentle little fellow. He, can't, he doesn't, he can't help himself. He, he is in self-reliance. Because he can't help himself. Okay, this, that one I've already, I've already, I've already seen. Amen. Amen. Uh, but a dove 
is one animal or one bird that it doesn't have a girl. Now we have seen the lamb. Lamb. Lamb is the humblest, meekliest. Uh, not arrogant. Gentle. Amen. Amen. Not self-reliant. Amen. Amen. It even surrenders its wool. If you if you can't fight for it, if the shepherd will not fight for it, can't fight for itself. That is the dove. That is the lamb. And that lamb represents Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ also, you are the one now in the place of Jesus Christ. Jesus is Christ. You are the Christian. Praise God. Amen. But a dove is one animal now. We have seen a dove represents God the Father. It represents the Father. Who is the Father of Jesus? The Holy Spirit. And the birth of Jesus Christ was, was on this wise. When Mary's mother was spouse Joseph, she was found to have a child of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is the Father of Jesus. Now, the Father is a dove. Because Jesus, he became a kinsman, redeemer. He became an athre being. Athre. So the Father remained Heavenly. That's why you see he spoke from heaven. This is my son in whom I'm pleased to dwell. Hear him. He's heavenly. He's in heaven and the son is on earth. Right? Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. So a man, he had to be typed with a heavenly creatures. And the heavenly are the falls. So among the heavenlies, the one with the with the same nature with the lamb is a dove. So he said a, a dove is one animal. All one bird that doesn't have a girl. Now the crow could sit over here and eat on dead carcasses. You will never see the dove around that dead carcass. She can't stand it. The stench of it 
in her nose. She couldn't stand it. It would make her sick. They just simply can't stand anything that's deteriorating, rotting. They can't stand it. She couldn't eat it. If she would eat it, it would immediately kill the dove. Because what digests the food is the overflow of the girl into the stomach which digests the food. Uh, statement. Uh, is the girl huh? into the stomach which digests the food. Huh? And if there is no girl to go in there to make up this, then it would kill the dove. It can't stand a dead thing, rotting thing, deteriorating thing. If it ate it, can't stand it. Is that what we is that what we, we have read? Okay. Now a true Christian cannot stand sin. Cannot stand adultery. Cannot stand fornication. If it happened, that they got trapped and she fell in such a sin. She can never be the same anymore. They will come crying. They will come crying. Disgusted. Troubled. Feeling they are pleading for help. They feel they, they, deserve, they deserve to draw in Lake Victoria. That is a Christian. If it happened that they got trapped, the very thought of it is disgusting. But if it ever happens, that's what happens for believers. They run to the pastor, they run they run seeking help. Imagine if you eat. If you eat rotten meat, when it has some maggots in it, you feel like you. Or maybe if you eat anything that you don't believe in eating, by the end of eating, you find that. You do, do you know what you have eaten? You have eaten a dog. You are like, oh. 
Have you seen that fish that you've eaten? You have eaten. Is it called? Uh, uh, it's called. Uh, it's, it's a viper, kind of. It's in the family of viper. Mm. Have you eaten a viper? You feel like if there could be anywhere, how? You cleanse yourself and you flush your body. Now sin multiply that a hundred times. But someone who goes out there and commits adultery, fornication, and they come and sit comfortably in the church. And they stay in the church and continue another time and another time until they are discovered. Or a pregnancy discovers them. Or they catch them. That one is the opposite of a dove. I will tell you what creature he is. It is here. We are going to see that. That is a, a crow. That is brother. Crow. Brother Namungona. That is sister. Oh, your sister. Crow. Namungona. They can digest bacteria very well. Bacteria. They have a girl. They know how to maneuver. They know how to live both lives. They have a dual appetite. They can go into the Ghana. Uh, sorry, Awari and Sigo. And eat raw. And they fly to a dustbin. And eat rotten things. And have great time. And come, get on the tree there. And give a special soul. That is a crow. No wonder they can never give a testimony. They can never sing a special. No wonder they can never win a sinner to Christ. No wonder. Uh -huh. And if there is no girl to go in there to make up this, then it would kill the dog. So, you will always find the dove around where there is something clean. Something that is wholesome. 
Now the crow is different. Sister crow hear this. Brother crow hear this. Now don't stone me that I've called you a crow. You are only discovering yourself. Now, Kati. just notice the crow being a type of the hypocrite. The crow can sit over there on the dead carcass and eat just as much as he wants to. Yeah. Hmm. They can go to, to a night club. And they dance their energy dance to drain. And come to church. Yeah. Mm. They can go in the bosom of a man. And do anything vulgar, anything. Filthy. And then come to church. And worship God. That is brother crow. That is sister. Oh, sister. Crow. Crow. I was going to say, I was going to say, crow say amen, but I thought someone would say amen. But again, I gamma tinamungona gamba amen and amen. Someone may say amen and then a brother. Because a pastor has demanded amen. Somebody has to say amen. You don't have to, uh, to to say amen. Brother, sister, crow. Brother, sister, namungona. But here definitely there is some crows. We don't know who they are. But they are there. This is called the church and its condition. And Brother Bram said the sickest body is the body of Jesus Christ. And there is no human body that is 100% healthy. Medical people, you will, uh, you will agree with me. Even flu. Even COVID is in you. But it is being uh, suppressed. Even, even uh, the virus. Virus is they say they don't get cured completely. They remain there but suppressed. That's why you wonder. 
that someone is suffering from malaria or from whatever fever because it was raining. Yeah, he was rained on. Does rain carry malaria? Is rain among the agents of malaria? No. The medical person will tell you that sickness was there. But it was being suppressed by your immunity. So when it rained on you, your immunity went down. So the enemy thrived. So we live with those sicknesses. So if the, the body, the church is a body of Christ, so these sicknesses are there. We cannot know who it is. But somehow, there is a brother crow here. Once in a while, you discover someone who is Careless enough to go to a nightclub. Someone who is careless enough to have a boyfriend out there. Someone careless enough to have a girlfriend out there. You only get to discover what is that? That's a crow. That's a crow. The crow can sit over there on the dead carcass. And eat just as much as he wants. And fly right out in the field. And eat wheat. But the dove can't eat wheat and fly over on the dead carcass. So a hypocrite, a man can be a hypocrite and he both eats spiritual things and good things and bad things. They have clothes they have clothes that come to church and even has the clothes that she, he or she puts on while outside there. To go uh, their secret albums, though they have the leggings, sisters putting on trousers. When she's there in the world, at school, when even her parents don't know about but it, she has clothes that parents did buy for her. That is Sister Crow. When she's at school there with her friends, the clothes that she puts on. But when she comes to church, she puts on the very wrong ones. 
That sister is called Sister Crow. On your identity card. ID on your ID. Your spiritual ID. Your name is inscribed as Sister Crow. I don't know whether it's a baptism. So maybe let's get uh, your family ID. You're called Sister Crow or Brother Crow. Either peak or wolf. Look for one of those names to become your second name. It's not me that is speaking this. This is the word of God that is saying it. Amen. But a real born again Christian can't tolerate the things that is wrong and only can eat from the good thing. Only from the good thing. Notice that when you see a fellow that can go to the dance, go out and drink. Go out and live in sin. Come back to the church and maybe shout just as much as a saint. What is it? He's a scavenger. He can eat both rotten things and good things. But the question cannot tolerate those things anymore. For he passed from death to life. And immediately it would condemn him so. The very thought of it. Till, he would, till it would condemn him, till he would turn his face and walk away. Oh, what a picture. I wish this. Someone is preached by every pastor this morning to every message church. Because we cannot have victory without the presence of Jesus with us. And Jesus can only be in our midst as long as we are a company of lambs. Sheep. The two cannot work together unless they agree. So if there is a thing that is failing the church is these natures But a lamb is so gentle that it can be led. That's the reason God represented Christ as the lamb and himself as the dove. And on the, on the day that John baptized Jesus as the river of Jordan, one of the greatest events that ever 
taken place. Right there. Notice how beautiful. The lamb. The makers of all the creatures of the earth. And the dove. The makers of all the falls of heaven. Now, what's the only... Now, that's the only way that they could ever be united. Is the only way that a dove would ever come on a lamb. And when the dove came down, John saw Jesus and he said, Behold the Lamb of God that away the sin of the world. And John said, I bear record seeing that Spirit of God like, Spirit of God like a dove coming down and abiding on him. Hallelujah! Amen. There you are. The dove and the lamb united together. That's when God and man, man became one. That's when heaven and earth embrace each other. Hallelujah. That's when God was made flesh. Brought it. That's when God came down from the spirit form and was made a man and dread among us. That's when all eternity embraced each other. That's when the human fallen race of Adam's people and Jehovah, God, and every angel came together. When God and man was made one. And on that great memorial day when John baptized Jesus. Now what if there would have been a wolf? The sweet cooing of the dove would have Never been able to stand by the wolf. Now, hear this. In the scripture we read, John said, that him that sent me to baptize told me, did you hear that when we read it? That the one that sent me told me, who is that that sent him? Yokana, John. Are typed with Brother Branham? He is typed with Brother Branham. Brother Branham is typed with in John. Uh, Brother Branham na yafana nyuzi wamu Yokana. Sibachuli. Right? Uh -huh. Kati, Brother Branham. Now, Brother Branham. Yalina malaika. Uh, there was an angel. E yamukule mbele angokuwa mubuto. Who guided him from childhood. He spoke uh, to him at three years of age. Spoke to him at seven years of age. On the day even when he was baptizing That as how John was sent to uh, for the first coming of Jesus Christ. and message was also for the second coming of Christ. And that same one he met him in the cave. 
when he had gone to pray to know the real aim of God upon his life. As he was there in the cave in the night praying, he heard footsteps of the man coming who seemed to be a heavy man. He turned to see and he saw a pit of fire shining on top of that man. The man told him, fear not. When he spoke that fear not, he knew that that's the same voice he has always heard in all his years. And he knew that he's the same man that has always been speaking to him. And he told him that I'm sent from the presence of God. That you are sent to take the gift of healing to the world. As how Moses was sent with two signs. So you are also sent with two signs. You do this and this. And this, this. That man. He's the one who sent Brother Branham. When he was sent together with him from God. And he remained guiding him. Even when he would make a mistake. He would come and tell him that here you are making a mistake. When there would be something special that was going to take place. He would uh, come and meet him. Like let's say the time he met him in the hotel. Some people in the meetings of Brother Branham, some people would see that man. Hallelujah. Amen. In the meetings. Are we together? I remember when he found him in some hotel and he spoke with him. Brother Branham says that, that I've met this man for hundreds and hundreds of times. But I've never gotten used to his presence. Whenever he comes, the fear almost kills me. Now at that time, he told him that, sir, I humbly request you that my son can also uh, see you. My little orphan boy. I know I would like him to see you also. So that whenever I go to minister and I leave him, let him know why. Brother Branham was serving Brother under Branham. that man. That angel who was leading him. Okay, you can, you can allow him. But not the other one. They were two in the same bed. On the other side. The young brother of Brother Branham and the son of Brother Branham and the two were almost the same age. So Brother Branham went and covered his young brother put a pillow on his head and he awoke Biripo. Wake up. So that you see the angel that your dad always talks about. Then Biripo walked walk from sleep and he saw the man. 
Amen. Mina. And people discredit. He is only the only man apart from Brother Branham yeah, among the living who clearly saw that man. And uh, he says that his eyes were moving in the room like this. But all the time it looked like he was focused on Brother Branham. And he describes him and everything. And after some time, he, he just dissolved. And what remained in the room was a, a, a rainbow color which also finally it phased out. Brother Branham was serving under a supernatural being like that. So John also Brother Branham was Elijah. Brother Branham of the fifth of the fourth phase. And John the Baptist was Elijah of the third phase. You understand what I'm talking about? Elijah's ministry has five phases. Elijah the Tushbite, the spirit on him comes on Elisha, and the spirit of, uh, comes on, uh, on John the Baptist, and the spirit comes on Brother Branham, and he's here to come as the Jews are receiving their salvation. So, when John says, the one who sent me to baptize, that is the one now. That is the, he had a, a, a supernatural being that sent him and that guided him. A supernatural man told him, the one you will baptize and the spirit of God will descend on him as a dove. You will know that is the one. That is Christ. That is the Messiah. That is the Lamb of God. That is sent to take away the sin of the world. And one time, there it happens. And when Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were opened. And the Spirit of God, snow white dove, came flying down, ascended on him. Hallelujah! Amen. And John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God! That take away the sin of the world. And then a voice spoke from heaven. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well praised. Brother Brown said. Brother He had to be lamb. For the spirit to come on him. If around there it was wolf. The spirit wouldn't have come down. Praise God. So the church is missing that visitation. The church is missing the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is a lover. He's a slave of my soul. Let me to thy bosom fly. He is a lover. For God so loved the world. He wants to walk with you. He wants to cool with you. But why is not walking with you? And you lack even victory in prayer. You read the word of God and you lack victory. You come in church and you don't feel victory. It's because you are not lamp. Find what you are. And when you have found it, kill it. Kill it. Seek to be lamb. Good enough. You are not lamb. You are not. You are not lamb forever, and you are not. You are not wool forever. It is a choice you make. You can choose to be lamb, and you are. And you can choose to remain scavenger. The other day down at Brother Cox's, an old mother dove had two little baby, babies. The other day down at Brother Cox's, an old dove had, an old mother dove had two little babies. And they sat right up on top of the building. So the cats couldn't get them. And the old mother dove would feed them. Then she would come down and get them and make them get up in the tree. And they would sit there with their necks around one another. And cool. And make love. All day long. Two little gentle baby doves. I don't know if your doves there, that's how also they cool. Uh, do the, the, the doves also from Soka, do they cool also like that? And the ones from Arua. Uh, and uh, the ones from the uh, countries of the whites they all cool in the same way Man. and I thought of how God that dove is such a loving bird and the dove God 
wanting to make love with his human beings. God wants to be loved. God wants to love you. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Those ever believers in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Blessed be the Lord. Then God wanted to make love. He had to come, he had to some make something lovable. He had to make something gentle. Like himself. He had to make something that could be loved. He had to make something of his own nature. You couldn't love nothing that wasn't of your own nature. Loving has to unite with love. That's why, brother, the person said, the person you marry shows who you are. Amen. You may pretend you are a good Christian girl or a good Christian boy. But that attraction you have to that unbeliever, it shows who you are. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Nature gets attracted to nature. Brother Bram talks about a girl who used to come with a boy to church. And the boy would remain in the car. She comes in church. Praise. And after that, she goes out and they drive her. Brother Branham, good concern. One time he called this girl. What in the world make you be friend to such a person? She said he loves Christian. She, she said he, he smells good. And he has a, a, a cute foot. Akagere. Akagere ke karunji. Sometimes I see the challenges we go through and I'm like, brother Branham went through the same, even Jesus in his ministry. Just something that binds you on someone because he has a truth food and he has a nice smell. There is no person that has a good smell. No one. That was just perfume. But there is no any person that has a good body odor. He just puts on perfume. Those are just flowers. Get married to a man with a bad body odor. And you teach him how to perfume himself. Yes. If it's that smell of the sweet smell of the perfume that attracts you, get married to this brother. Brother Chisati. A brother Chisati. You teach him how to shower very well. And you teach him. 
perfume. How, and you also buy for him some perfume because maybe he don't he doesn't know it. No, if the other he just buys and puts on that perfume. If this one also puts on the same perfume, you have that nice smell you want. But this one who has the Holy Spirit. Oh no, oh no, nigga. This one is a sheep. He is a sheep. The other one seems some other animal that puts on perfume. The other one is a wolf that just puts on perfume. But this one is a sheep. He just knocks on a perfume to have perfume that. And that perfume just buys from the shop. Never try to like a natural things. Or artificial things. Like an artificial things. That's why those women that put on makeup, they really don't understand. Because when we look at them, should we appreciate the Chinese who made the makeup? Or we appreciate the creator? A person in his or her normal understanding, he cannot admire you're beautiful because the things you put on from the shop. But the person in his or her normal understanding will love God's work in you. He will love the nature of God in you. Your God is fruit. A Muslim calls it Allah's fruit, ripe fruit. For us, we say that what God has created, oh God is created. But someone has put on the eyelids from the shop. Put on some uh, artificial hair that is blonde. But that's not how God created her. She painted the lips, she has painted the eyes. She's just a moving shop. Uh, uh, that singer sang a song that he married his wife. When they reached home, they sat in the sitting room. The woman first removed the arm and put it there. One arm she put it there. And she removed the eyes and put them there. She removed the nose and put it there. Because he removed the teeth and put them there. He removed one leg and put it there. In one minute, oh my, oh my wife was gone. Now are the same things of admiring Because of some things that, he, that she has made from the shop, she has bought from the shop. Brother Bram said that you ought to visit that person on the day when she has uh, bathed, before she smears herself, go to their home. When she has just finished bathing, she has not put on those uh, things on the eyes. She has not put on the bums. 
Waganda ba? Hey, my friends. Tanda yamba la hips. She has not put on the hips. The people, the things people are admiring are real false. plastic. You are just admiring plastic materials. What kind of beauty is that? Just love and admire God's work. Praise God. You admire God's work. God's work. That has a God's character. Character. Praise be to God. That he has a nice smell. He has a truth food. Admire the nature. The work of God. Adam was in the image of God. But Brother Branham said, physically, he was in the image of animals. We are all made in the image of animals. But what was in the image of God was the nature. Nature, the character. The character was the image of God. So, Brother Bram, at the time he was speaking those things, that girl had died. He was saying, unfortunately, she, she left, she, she died. Later on. So, what? What attracts you to this? So it's just, you see, uh-huh, you couldn't love nothing that wasn't of your own nature. There's something wrong. In the, in the world, what makes you love this boy? Brother Bramson. First of all, he, he so hates your God. Because the guy, who, the guy would remain inside in the parking, parking. And the girl comes in church. To begin with, he hates your God. A real understanding person, that's the mind he or she is supposed to have. This person who hates what you love, who hates the message, what have you loved on him? Hmm? Loving has to unite with love. Love, love someone, marry someone who loves. The church you love. Who loves the message you love. Who loves the God you love. Who loves the truth you love. Love unites with love. A husband and a wife has to have to love one another. If they ever make the grade, uh, if they ever make the grade, 
Singa Family has to love one another. Family is never make Something has to be loved. You search everything, finding a girl to be your wife. But love, she searches, finds a husband that she could love. God searches, trying to find a soul that he can love. Oh, praise God. God searches. Even right now, he's here searching. He is searching. Amen. Amen. Looking, searching for a soul that he could love. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. The dove of God is here. Praise God. Searching. So he represented himself here on earth as a gentle dove and a gentle lamb. If that lamb would at one minute ever taken on the nature of a snailing wolf, that dove would have took her flight immediately. She would have got away. But the lamb, it doesn't have any great minds of its own. A lamb is one thing. When it's lost, it's helpless. Lord. Helpless lost. A sheep can't find its way back. That's the, re the reason that God leads it to its death. It can't, it can't find its way. A sheep that is lost. That's the reason God likened us unto sheep. When we are lost, we are lost. There is no way we can find ourselves. And there is only one way to do it. Submit yourself, submit ourselves to the shepherd of the flock. And he does the leading. Now, as I notice this lamb. And the sheep together, the lamb and the dove, rather, together they made one. Then watch how the dove led the lamb. The son of God, how gentle he was, knowing that he was going to be slaughtered. How gentle he was, to always not tight. Do himself. Not try to be self-sufficient. He said, I do nothing until the Father shows me first. And the Father dwells in me. Now, another thing the Lamb is, the Lamb is uh, willing to submit its rights. Now, God wants us to be lambs. But there's so many times that we don't want to submit our rights. So many of you say, Well, I've got rights, Brother Branham. That's true. But are you willing to forfeit your rights? Are you willing to give your rights that God could lead you? That's why the matter with our churches today in the great majority that the gentleness of the Lamb of God we are supposed to be lambs. We have become everything else but lambs. Uh, and 
And that's the reason as soon as we get that attitude, the dove of the Holy Spirit takes our flight and leaves. If the Lamb of God would have made the first snow like a wolf, would, would have done anything contrary to what the gentle dove would have permitted. The, the dove would have took her flight. She would have left in a minute. And that's the reason today that we are wondering what's the matter with the Pentecostal church. It's because we have taken on a different nature. We've taken a nature that we, we want our rights we are going to do what we know that's right to do. And we become arrogant. We become hostile. We become indifferent. We let temper come in. We let selfishness come in. And when it comes uh, time, he owns his own wool. No, no, see, see, don't make a continuous statement. It is uh, when it takes, it comes time, that's that. He owns his own wool. This is an independent statement. He owns his own wool. That's his right. He owns his wool. But they take the lamb and throw him up on the blocks. And tie his feet down. He never kicks. He never fasts. He just takes his rights right away from him. Because he's a lamb. He can't do nothing else. Because that's his nature. But one time cross a Christian path. You'll find out whether he's a lamb or a goat. You'll find out what he, he is. Cross him up one time. That's the reason today that our churches is in the condition they are. We call it stepping on the toe. Ever step on the toe over God. Ever do that. You're going to know who that one is. Just try to step on its toe. Do you know what it means? Offend them. Yeah, offend them. Offend her, offend him. brother or sister. Either you speak some word about him or her. It is not good, then it comes to his or her not. Or have some act that is not good, a bad act on that person. Huh? Or maybe put on her brows. 
and uh, maybe some uh, some some scar or some stain uh, goes on her brows. Just to do something. Steps on her toe. That's when you will know what is inside there. Mm. One time, but one time, you'll find out whether he's a lamb or a god. You'll find out what he is. And you marry such kind of people. You may wake up in the morning. When they have taken away your ears. You try. You're joking. Things are happening. He will get a charcoal stove. And you hit it with you. And he will power that uh, the burning coals on you. You live to remember what you what you got from that brother or that sister. That's when you understand what you married or what you got married to. When he thought you married the girl uh, putting on wrong dresses. Not every person that comes to the message church is a message believer. In the message church, there are typical wolves. Really uh, a wolf that has entered in your compound and the wolf that is outside your compound they are all wolves so can we take it as a character first understand or know the character pray to God to guide you don't get married to anything called message and now he has got a knowledge the qualifications are yeah no be careful what you are marrying amen and the bro the prophet has said You'll find out what he is. Cross him up one time. And then he says, and that's the reason today that our churches is in the condition Try to step on his or her toe. Try to grieve him. Then you come to You check the reactions. How does he get angry? How does he or she get offended? How does he or she behave when he is offended? 
mufirize try to make him how to do something bako chokola do something chimufirize that can make him how to make a noise then you see how you react. Then you understand. Oh. This person is peaceful. He is loved. He is treated well. Every person loves him or her. By that, every person will uh, be good. Jesus said that if you love those who love you, you never what you even that the Pharisees can do it. If you greet only those that greet you, never what you even the Pharisees do the same. Praise God! Come out in this way. Some people think that a person to be uh, not taking alcohol, not smoking, not an adulterer, not a thief, that makes you a Christian. No, sir. The character of a person, when he or she is offended, ought to be made through something. Or when I disappointed in, a, or in another person. He gets disappointed in another person. The way how that person reacts or behaves matters a lot. Yes. Brother Branham talks of a girl he had in his church. She was a new believer. She hadn't learned how to dress. He had a short Skirt. And a transparent blouse. She, she was playing. She played. She was playing a piano. She was a new convert. And then there is a preacher who came there, and when he saw that, he really criticized him. And then Brother Branham said, he tried to defend and said, this lady, she loves God. But she's still new. She's still young. No, 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 no. And the prophet said, this very man, this very pastor, had a woman in his church who used to put on long things. But she had such a temper that could fight the bootsaw. Imagine, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen it? That uh, saw, they put it in its frame, uh, the metallic frame. And now, they connect, the, they connect it to the switch. Now, when you put on the switch, it starts rotating. The speed at which it rotates, you may not even see that it is uh, rotating. Because the speed is so high. When you put there some timber, it just spreads it very fast. You, now you have known that. Imagine to get angry and you hold it and you try to fight it. 
What is it going to do to you? It's just going to spread you. Anger that makes you not even to have good things and you start. Uh, In other words, meaning that this person who is putting on long, but is such anger. This one who has not learned how to dress. has a good heart that loves God. Who of the two is worse? The message don't we have many of the people of that kind? A sister who can hit the brother or the husband with a cup of uh, hot porridge in the head. Is that one really a sheep? When God sees her in heaven, what does he see? A wolf. Brother, you're taking a wolf. Sometime back, I think that was the same message that I, I preached. And there was a brother. He engaged with a sister here. Sister child even below age. The sister yet now is an amyaka. I never stopped that engagement, but trying to hold on. Late time, the right time come. This is a garden school. This is under age. The guy got offended. So one time, he railed at me. I know you don't like me. That's why you call me a serpent. I never called him a serpent. Never. But I think I was preaching like this. And he discovered who he is. So pastors called me That guy, he one time took that sister even to police. And made the sister to, to, to sleep in police. And he put police. Put her in a police cells. Pastor, the time and they went to the pastor's wife. I became a bad person. Pastor, now the pastor was on a police prison with the parents of the girl trying to bail the sister out. Brother, the brother was there. Doesn't want any person to bail the sister out. When he accused her force, things got lost at home. And he knew that this sister for sure is not the key But he put the case on the sister that she knows how to go Because they have gotten some disagreements. Yes! Wow! Cross his path. Then what the reaction? What a 
other condition the world has got into, how they get out on the streets and carry on. How that you stick your head in, in a television on Wednesday night and you won't go to church. I don't know whether there are people here who still have TVs. But we believers of the message don't have TVs in our houses. And I don't expect you to have one. Brother Amos, do you have one? Brother Amos, I don't expect you to have one. People who are taught right, really message believers, who have obeyed the message, cannot have a TV. Why? God told our prophet, never buy a TV. Never put it in your house. And some of you, and some of my children are not believers. Are not, I cannot subject them to them. Do you want Jesus in, in that home? Or you want unbelievers with their demons? If you want Jesus, obey the word. Amen. You know, internet nowadays is even worse than TV. He never told him don't have an internet. He told him never have a TV in your house. If God told my prophet not to have a TV, he hates it. That means I cannot have something God hates. Yes. Mina. You know, this is worse. Even the newspapers are worse. No, no, you can't reason with God that so way. God knows why he said TV. He didn't say newspapers. Newspapers are, have always been bad. I have the Life magazine in my house where that supernatural cloud was taken. I have that very paper. But in that paper, in that new magazine, you find a woman that is dressed so naked. So, no, newspapers, Amaurire, news magazines, ne magazines have always been, have, they have always had data pages. Page but God never told him newspaper. He told him TV. TV. So he knows why he said television. And Brother Bram said, Brother Do you want to apply the token? Throw that television out of your house. That means a house with that, with that devil thing. The token won't apply. Amen. And there isn't a kill. And he said, oh, that can stick your head in television on Wednesday night. And he would go to church. Why? But there isn't a kid in the country knows all about who David Crockett is. And the, 
And that dirty lie saying he killed a bear no at three years old. But you know that's a lie. But you let your kids get their head stuffed full of that. And there isn't one percent out of one hundred that ever know anything about Jesus Christ. It's because this world has become so polluted. This nation, so ridiculous and so far from God, has rejected the Holy Ghost. In other words, games that tell lies. Uh, even to allow your children to get exposed to those games that tell lies. It is wrong. Oh, you say, oh, I go to church and shout. You might do that. But until that gentle lamb of God settles in your heart and makes you clean up your life and, and, and act like a different person, it won't do you any good to impersonate Christianity. You've got to have it. I went into a house here not long ago to visit a sick man. And the lady was laying there, laying sitting there. And a little old Oswald came in. Oswald, heart sitting on the side of his head said, Mami, is dinner ready? Dinner, she said, honey, we haven't had time. Said, this morning to get any dinner. Said, I'm fixing you a sandwich. Said, there is some oranges. He walked to oven, got a hold of an orange. Looked at it. Bit into it. Throwed up against the wall. As hard as he could. The juice ran down. Like if that's all you got around this place, then I'll get out. I thought, oh God. He ought to be mindful about five minutes. Boy, I would jack the hide off of him. Like he had never known it was jacked off. But them lay there. Pity and baby. What we need is a good old-fashioned limb skinning. That's what we need. Some old-fashioned homes again. Whoa. And some preachers that will stand behind the pulpit and preach the truth and lay it 
down where it belongs to be laid. Amen. That is the old time religion. You ought to hear what people in Kampala talk about, churches in Kampala talk about, individuals. Uh, Not only Kampala, different places. It is man is This is the requirement that you say that these are the preachers we need. But even I've not become tough enough. Amen. Huh? But such children, don't we have them in our home? He gets an orange and sit on the wall. Then the prophet was like, I wish they can give this boy to me like for five minutes. I would have skinned him. Terrible speed. Amen. Amen. Righteous indignation. Amen. Amen. O correcting But we've babied children much or not. The young and the old. When they are in wrong. This age is so evil. We have tolerated evil. Bible, the Bible talks about the days of Eni. Eni's sons were doing abominable sins. Like how yours are doing. We have spoiled parents. When you tell him or her about the sins of his children, you become an enemy. They try to defend their children in sin. Even in mistakes. If you want to have trouble with him or her, try to correct the point at the sin of his or her children. You're offending my children. If they don't want to be offended, let them come There is no one that is too straight to be talked about. Uh, there is no person that is moving right that is always correct. God asked Cain, but if you do good, won't you be appreciated? Why other children uh, talked about uh, They are commended. So and so has good children. They pray, they love God. Why they And yours are uh, given bad comments. I'm asking those kinds if they do good will they also be commended? That's what God asked Cain. Now listen. His children were, uh, were sinning. 
People would bring their sacrifices to be given to God. The sons of El were Levites, were the Levites. They would eat the, uh, the offerings. Some of those women, they would take them and commit uh, adultery with them. Now, and had about uh, the, those things. When Eli came to know about it, he rebuked them. You, but you hear how he rebuked them. Add me like some 20 minutes to my message. I know I've taken long. But you endure with me. We need to be healed. Amen. This is how he would rebuke his children. Please, my children. I hear the things you're doing. But those things are not good. That the things you're doing to God is people. If someone makes goes to the judge, but you have wronged God. That one is the big case, my children. That now he has rebuked and he has that he has rebuked and is done. Katonda Nagamba. God said through the prophet said that that's the Lord. Uh, that you've made your you've made your children to step over my head. Done abominable He would rebuke them, but you see how they are. It was like that of this age. Modern children baby and to give them their freedom. They think that's how also God looks at people. It's wrong. Then God said, that what I would do to any family or home, even those that will ever hear of it, their ears will keep echoing. Uh, then it was some day the Hamas came in his family. Both sons of En were killed. They were killed. And even the Ark of the Covenant was taken. That's how God had sin. They were old men. One of their wives, when she heard that her husband was, has died in the battle, and the Ark of the Covenant was also taken. She was pregnant and she received birth pains immediately as she produced. After producing the child, she named her Meaning that the glory of God has been taken off from Israel. Even El, their father, when they came and told him, hey, the battle is won. The Philistines have killed many people. Even your two sons have been killed. Have been killed. And the Ark of the Covenant has been taken. We had that the Ark of the Covenant was taken. You see that he just fell and he died. Imagine. The two sons have died. Their father has died. That's what God meant when he said that what they are going to do, even though that we hear him, their ears will keep echoing. 
That is the same God that we worship. Eli used to, to rebuke sin. But he would rebuke it in a reservedly. Praise be to God. Are we together? Brother Bram say that we need parents. Homes, the old time homes. And preachers that stand behind the pulpit and preach the truth without compromising. But my children are not I bring it for them in my house. Why do you worship your children? Men. Why do you worship children? Brother Brown said that. This is, uh, it's not a children uh, delinquencies. But he said, he said that it is parents' delinquencies. It's the parents that are spoiled. And they have spoiled their children. A few years ago, I was going down. I was going now in a few days to celebrate the first falling of the Holy Ghost in America. Fifty years ago this year, at the old Azusa Street meeting, Pentecostal meeting in Los Angeles, where they had their first falling of the Holy Spirit. When the people got together, when Christ came down among those people, they were just as gentle. Just as peaceful. They lived godly lives. They lived sacrificial lives. They were willing to give in. They were willing to be led by the Holy Spirit. They didn't care what the people said. They were old fashioned. Whether they said they were crazy or what about it, they were willing to be laid by the Holy Ghost. But today, oh my, with a powder puff and a makeup box, and a pair of shorts on and out on the street. Why it's a disgrace. And calling themselves with the Holy Ghost. Oh, you say, but I spoke in tongues. Yes, and the devil does that too. Oh, I shouted. And the devil does that. The devil can impersonate everything God is God. Except love. And he can't impersonate love. Then the first thing you know, when you started doing those things, you let down the bars. You begin compromising. Then the church begin to get little clacks and clicks in among them. And this one said, you know, the past is just so and so. 
Uh, the pastor is like this and this. Oh, the deacons. Deacon. Yeah, deacon deacon even, even our deacons are like this. Even our pastor is like this. And the this. first thing you know, you listen to that. Nobody's and that's the reason we've had so much trouble. It's because you begin to listen to the devil. And get up. A snarling instead of listening to the gentle dove. The Holy Spirit, the dove of God that would lead you and guide you. Love you and bless you. Group, group. Some groups. This one. First time you get one of those little temper spasms. The dove flies right away. That's right. She can't stand it. Her nature is different. Oh, she can't stand that at all. And you go talking about your neighbor. She can't stand that. He just won't put up with it. He just takes his flight and goes on away. He just can't stand it any longer. The dove is gentle. The dove is meek. And it can't stand nothing unless it's the same kind of a nature. Do you know Sister Sanso is like that? You cause me problems. I know she needs to be corrected. If you go don't, Don't take my name there. Then what are you talking? That is not a that is not a nature of God. That is a wolf. That is a wrong nature. Now God can make you different. God can make you a different nature. Man or woman. He can give you a different nature. And you say, well, Brother Branham, what can we do about it? Just become a lamb again. It's only two nature animals will ever associate together. And that's the dove and the lamb. The dove, won't, the dove won't come to anything else but a lamb. The, the good news is you can decide to become lamb and you'll be lamb. And you can lose it if you allow that wolf nature in you. When we said sister wolf, sisters, sister crawler, sister namungona, brother namungona. It's not that you are just made that, that's you who you are by, by personality. No. It is the spirit reigning in you. It's the nature you have allowed in you. But you can change and you become a sister or brother. Lamb. Amen. You can change that name on your identity. Can change. 
Lamb. Ndiga. Amen. Amina. Lamb dove. Ndiga jiva. Ego. Mpungu. If you are become a god. If you are become a god. Bobango ofuse mbuzi. Then get that only got a spirit of of you. If you become something else, get it away from you. If you begin to come a toddler, here one time I preached just as hard as I could preach in a certain city. And there was thousands of people there. I made an altar call. I thought I covered the whole realm of sin. I covered everything that I could think of. The name of the, the service over. Service a very pretty little woman walked up. By. She said, Well, Brother Branham, I'm sure glad that you didn't touch me tonight. I thought that that must be a real Christian. You didn't touch me tonight. She was. To begin with, it shows someone with the wrong spirit. Me, when I go to church, I want to be touched. I don't want other people talked about and me, I'm spared, yet I'm, 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 I'm wrong. Yet I'm rotting, yet I'm dying. I said, well, I'm certainly glad to hear that. Lady, you must be close to the kingdom of God. And she tipped away. Some elderly lady standing there said, Say, Do you know that woman? Yes. I said, She must, Brother Brother Yabuzo Mkazo. I said, She must be a real Christian. Said, One thing you failed to hit tonight, Brother Branham. That was gospel. She is the chief gossip in the country. There you are. That's it. But when you come to one of these things, you know you can become a gossip until you are known by that. She's a chief, chief gossip. No matter whether the preacher hits it in the pulpit or not, when you see those kind of things of the world, as long as you interrelate with them, you are, you are away from God. And the hospital will stay away. That's the reason the meetings are not like they used to be. But I don't understand our church. Nowadays, it used to be like, oh, when we first came, oh, has just away the presence of the Holy Spirit. With your Rugambo. Then 
That's the reason the soda strain isn't born this morning in the tabernacle. The soda. The Sodas Trail, it's a term that was created by a preacher that was called Sunday, Pastor Sunday. Evangelist Sunday. And he meant when the Holy Ghost would touch people and they would pour to the altar. Crying. They come all the way from to the altar cry under the conviction of the Holy Spirit that it was Sodas Trail. That's what it means. Ah, that's the reason the great end meetings are not around the country. It's because we have grieved away the gentle dove of God. That's right. He won't stay with us as long as we are so indifferent. As long as we are backbiting. We want our ways. Now I want you to notice the lamb was a silent lamb. The Bible said he opened not his mouth. Like the sheep before the shearers. He was dumb. He didn't open his mouth. He wasn't a fellow that wants his rights. No, sir. He was willing to fulfill his rights. He was a silent lamb. But today, oh my, how we want our differences. Oh my, I tell you, just let somebody Say something to me. I'll go over and get him, boy. I'll take him apart. I'll tell that old hypocrite when I see her. I'll tell that old hypocrite when I see her. You just wait till I see her. The dove just takes his flight. And goes on away. That's right. The Holy Spirit is not with you anymore. As long as you feel that way. Just mark that down. In your book. It will never do it. The Holy Spirit just won't stay around where that kind of a spirit is. It's got to be a lamb spirit. A gentle spirit. All it just won't stay with it. That's all there is to it. it if it's, it ain't a gentle, meek, Led by the Holy Spirit. Praise be to God. Do we have such characters or such things? Yeah. Someone wrongs you or backbites you and you say, I'll show him. I'll uh, show him what is on my heart. 
But let somebody do something uh, to you to you or me or mine. We blow up like a toad frog. Eating backshot. Puff out like puff out like an old goose. No bubu kangechuguru. I will tell you right now. He step on my toes like that again. No, he step on my toes like that again. I will never go back to that old church again. Bless God. Hallelujah. The Nazarene will, will receive me. The pilgrim holiness. Pilgrim holiness. They will take me. Hallelujah. I don't have to do it no more. They are not the only ones that are taking people to heaven. I'll go to another church. You know what? If that old, if that old hypocrite goes to that church, I will never go again. Bless God. I will yeah. never do it. When that thing strikes you, that old snaring wolf, the dove takes a flight. Then the Holy Ghost is gone. And you think you can still go to heaven through another church. When you have become a wolf, to begin with what is making you behave that way is because you have become a wolf. But if you were a lamb, a lamb is obedient, is gentle. Amen. Amen. Gentle. It's not arrogant. Then you wonder what's the matter with you. You wonder what's the matter with the church. You wonder what's the matter with you. Why ain't you got victory like you used to have? You changed your nature. You've become a goat instead of a lamb. You've become something else besides a lamb. I've seen people riot and go to other churches. Thinking that now they are going to get salvation. Because they have run from church. They have them. When they reach there. If I can count for you the cases. And the abominable things they do when they reach there. The abominable things they do. Uh, thinking that they ran from the place which was bad or evil. Where they have been strict, strict on them. Strict. But when they go there, when if you can hear what they do, you really wonder. The worst you took is not to It's and he killed someone. I told him I said, uh, Pastor, for me, I've... It wasn't me, but it was the other person who uh, disturbed me. He's in Rosilla serving 50 years. 
or for killing, for murdering someone. When we had excommunicated him, him brother, we said, brother, you repent. What you're doing is wrong. He showed some little bit of a uh, uh, wolf character. The one who uh, made a rail on me that I called him a serpent seed. Some letters to churches. Then this one helped him to distribute those letters. Then we told this one. That this one, he has uh, uh, a stage church. How dare you unite with him in that? How do you support? Yeah, he's right. We are excommunicating you together. Yeah, you know the only church. You died Going to another church. He took just a few years. He murdered that innocent brother. In that and we have seen, not only that, we have seen others. They live here because they don't want to be submissive to the word. They go over there. You know the only church. We are not the only church. And that is true. But every true church of God is meant for lambs. Not wolf like you. You will go there wolf and when you reach there you will still manifest your wolf. We have seen people who get double excommunicated. We communicate him here. He goes somewhere else. They seal him. It doesn't take long. He manifests wolf. They excommunicate him again. So, you can't dodge God. You better be alarmed. However much you are rebuked. Repent. 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 Straighten. Teresa. Straighten. Teresa. Be humble. Changing church will not save you. Actually, with that nature that you have, you need a strict church. That's what you need. You need a very strict church. That's what will purge you. When you try to run away from purgatory, you are going to hell. Amen. Amen. You cannot run away from a church that is strict. You run to a church that is strict. You need a strict church. Man. Praise be the name of the Personally, since I got saved, my 
good, my best preacher, the preacher I like, are the strict preachers. I like a strict place. Yes. Man. I want a gospel that talks about my life. Not a gospel that just encourages me. Even in Rome. I want a gospel that will really Purge me. Amen. Amen. You've got to get that really meek spirit. Let the Holy Ghost lead me. Wherever. God, I love every sinner. No matter where, where they are. That kind of a place getting in the human heart. Then you're going to see something happen to your soul. You say, well, brother, is there any solution for it? Yes! Just become a lamb. That's all. Become a lamb again. And the reason that all this here snarling and fussing and backbiting. And biting back. And carrying on around the church. That's what breaks up the church. That shows that the devil got in into you. And that shows the Holy Ghost left you. Now I know that's burning the tar out of some of you. But it ought to do it. It ought to. That's what it said for. He's not apologizing. I like this pressure here. He's not apologizing. Not to be smart, not to be to, uh, to act cute, but to tell you where the trouble is. So someday I'm going to have to stand and give an answer for you. And the very reason, the way you do and the way you act that shows what you are. If you just got an only temper that will fly off the handle just in a little bit and get out here and carry on or criticize or vulgarity and stuff like that, that shows where it's coming from. That shows where it comes from. In you there is uh, that evil animal. Now there is only one thing to do. Get that thing out there. And the dove will come back to your heart. When the dove went out of the, of the ark, 
muriato. She was turned out, but she ya came back and knocked at that back door until Noah let her in. The Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost wants to come in. That's the reason today the Holy Spirit he hasn't gone far from you forever. He hasn't gone from you for, for, forever. He's just setting out there on limbs of the trees somewhere ready to fly itself back and to come into you and give you love and peace and joy like you used to have. So it is. He's ready to do it. He wants to do it. He's longing to do it. But you won't let him do it. Now I'm not talking to you strangers. I don't know what your pastor I'm talking to the Branham Tabernacle. I'm I ain't talking to you people from other churches. I'm talking to Branham Tabernacle. Around here. Now for me, I'm talking to Speckled Tabernacle. Not to other churches. That is the trouble here. So many kind of animals. That's what makes the dove take his flight. Just let someone start a little something around the church. And the little thing, oh, is that so? Oh, did, did you, you, you don't mean so. Uh, Right then the Holy Spirit goes. Fly away. You just can't stand that kind of a spirit. As long as that lamb nature leaves you, then the Holy Ghost is gone. That's That's what the matter today. That's the reason the people is in the condition they're in. It's because they let the wrong spirit come into their heart, into their life. The Bible says that the reason there is so many sick and afflicted among you is because things we, we, we must be gentle, we must be peaceful, we must be a lamb so that the dove can abide with us. Now remember the dove will come, he said, Oh, Brother Branham, don't tell me I never received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, down the night there on... One night, oh, oh, when he come in, I could just walk, sure. That was him. Oh, I felt so good. I felt like I could get every little bird out of a tree and hug it and love it. My wickedest person that, that ever done me anything to me, I felt like I could put my arm around them and hug them. Oh, Brother Branham. Brother Branham. How I felt. Sure, that was the Holy Ghost. You see the reason he couldn't abide. You were a lamb then. But when you became a wolf, he had to take his flight. Nothing wrong with the dove. It is you. You let that spirit come 
to you. Did I let it, Brother Branham? Yes. When you went to listening to that gospel, when you listen to that lie, when you went to saying, well, I've got a right to. It's my right. Doc, Doc used to sing uh, a song. Doc, Fill my way every day with love. As I walk with a heavenly dove. Let me go the way while with a song and a smile. Fill my way every day with love. What a peaceful day. It will be for that Branham Tabernacle. Or any other church. Or any individual when they will forfeit their rights to become a lamb. What's the question, Brother Branham? Come back to a lamb. Come back to be gentle. Come back to know nothing. Come back to just submit yourself to Christ. Don't try, don't try to know nothing. Just walk meekly, quietly, humbly, gently, and the dove will lead you. But whenever you see God listening to that gospel, whenever you go to getting that temper up, whenever you go to thinking you got a right to do this or to do that, the dove just takes half flight and goes on away. Then you don't have it anymore. Now she's not very far from you this morning. She's sitting right out there on the limb of peace waiting for your nature to be changed. What you need today is to submit all of your rights. To let God lay you down and shave all your rights off Could you imagine how a little old lamb all flees hanging over him? That's his rights. Band up and then just lay on on the shearing table. What's the best for him? Take all of his rights away from him and share it all. Off. How cool and light he, he runs. My man, he's happy. And he jumps around and has. Has a big time. Yes, sir. If you will forfeit your rights, that's what you get. But you got to forfeit your rights and let the word of God shave all the world of, of you.